The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, they say the secret to life is what you think you are, you are. We can control our lives by using the enormous power within us, and it's in our brain function. Today, we take a fascinating look at how it all works. But first up, Dr. Jay Lockhandy has a doctorate degree in botanical drug products and an MBA in biotechnology, and he has also written a guide for the pharmaceutical industry on how to develop and market botanical drug products, and we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Dr. Jay, how are you? Good. Thank you. Thanks for inviting. Thank you for being here. And Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to the show's topic? Uh, yes, uh, especially I have uh, worked in the area called um, botanical drugs products. So here is a new segment which has come up from uh, 2007, year 2007. Previously, US FDA didn't have uh, proper regulatory guidelines that how to pass, how to analyze uh, the botanical drug product. But in 2008, they, they form a body, something called as a CDER, which caters to the botanical drug products or the prescription drugs coming out from the botanical origin. And so far, there are two drugs has come out in the market. One is Verigen and second is Felizac, which are having a designation called botanical drug product. So these are coming from the botanical origin, have the proper clinical trial done on the basis of the new drug discovery program, what the USFDA recommends. And these are not the off-the-shelf drug. These are the prescription drugs. Hmm. Yeah, so this is the new segment altogether has come up in the botanical drugs area and and USFDA call it as a botanical drug product is BDP. BDP. Yeah. And my post-graduation studies in my medicine school is in the botanical drugs. Their evidence medicine-based approach that how to evaluate botanical drugs, how to develop that, how to design a clinical trial model, uh, how to conduct the pharmacokinetics and pharmaco, you know, uh, genomic studies and all. And in my biotechnology school, I have learned that how to uh, originate, how to mass propagate the botanical uh, raw material. Because sometimes it happens that the amount of drug you need to prepare or the amount of extract you need to prepare, that much botanical raw material is not available in the nature. Mm. So what you end up in doing, the eroding the biodiversity, deforesting the thing, so it's not eco-friendly. So in biotechnology, with the tissue culture, with the micropropagation, all the techniques we employ so that we can generate enough biomass so that we can industrially manufacture the botanical drugs and extracts. Wow, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. Well, it's an honor to have you here, and um, it's really interesting information. Today, we are going to be talking about digestion and the nervous system. So what is anatomical and physiological brain for common man? Right. So uh, now if you see the brain, that uh, the brain is located in your, the topmost part of the body. Brain is located in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not anywhere here. So that's the supreme power. So, so the nature has created the brain to be located in the, in the highest, most uh, you know, segment of the body. So, so that means that, that the brain is a very spatial organ 
covered or the protected in a proper proper uh, you know atmosphere brain has got a three coverings you know pia matter dura matter and subarachnoid membrane which can absorb the head can absorb the lot of mechanical shocks so that the brain is uh, brain is protected and if you see the living brain tissue the living brain tissue exactly the consistency is like a butter it's not hard mm. it's a butter so it's soft you're saying uh, yeah mm -hmm. it's it's not a hard because uh, most of the time we end up in saying the dead brain but if you see the live brain is like a butter mm. it is that smooth and and it is highly functional there are more than 44 different functional areas in the brain so brain contain the the gray matter white matter then there are three parts fore brain mid brain hind brains and these are all functional so so brain is such a complicated functional organ but that that all the function happen in such a coordinated way that it looks very simple but when we go or when we dig down the physiological function of the brain and all it is so complicated that sometimes we wonder that oh how is happening in a fraction of a second like i'm talking i'm hearing at a time i'm seeing and all this all this function are happening in such a swiftly way that and and once you once you really study that how what are the 1000 different kind of uh, steps or the processes to be taken to see one object then you say oh wow oh, <laughs> this is what happens and it happens so fast that we don't even come to know that how is happening mm -hmm. so so having said so it's our prime responsibility and the duty to protect the brain functionally yeah mm -hmm. and the protection of the brain starts from the protection of the liver so the liver function predominantly affects the brain function for example alzheimers alzheimers amyloid body aggregation which starts the alzheimers disease process that starts not in the brain that starts from the liver really i've never heard that before so before alzheimers the liver got affected so there is a saying that if you want to protect the brain protect your stomach first Hmm. that that's the cultural thing that's the aphorism and that's why if you see all the all the herbs which are working on the brain or which are like prescribed uh, to be or suggested to work as a brain they equally work on the liver for example turmeric now there are a lot of studies going on the turmeric for that oh it can it can reduce the process uh, it, it can slow down the process of the alzheimers and all that but if you really see the turmeric effect that happens on the liver and that's how it protects the alzheimers not other way around mm. okay so for example that the uh, that the any bitter compound you take um, uh, that that works on the liver and then it goes in the brain so the fat deposition in the brain to happen that first there is a fat deposition in the in the liver so if in any blood work if you see or oh, there is a fat deposition happening in the liver which is on the long standing way there is a there is a there's a severe alarming signal that there could be a process of starting the fat deposition in the brain wow 
I, I think that's fascinating too. Right. Because you've got right. a really, your trigger is that, that it would be in the, in the liver. Right. And, and as the liver is a major organ in the metabolism, liver is called the biochemical factory of the body. Hmm. Yeah. So, so that makes sense because once the metabolic pathways, the metabolic processes go haywire, it starts directly affecting the brain. Hmm. And that's how it happens in the, you know, simple example alcohol consumption, severe alcohol consumption. Why it affects our consciousness or the awareness? Because it affects the liver first. Hmm. When the liver touched to the threshold liver where it cannot metabolize the alcohol, it starts affecting the brain. That's hmm. called the threshold level. The threshold. Yeah. So the anatomy and the physiology of the brain doesn't really localize or doesn't remain up to the only the brain. It literally gone to the liver hmm. so so there are so many things in our day-to-day -day diet which we can take in the early days uh, to keep protect our liver function well so that in the later on in the later age in the senior age one would not have the Alzheimer's senile dementia memory loss and all that stuff. and is that and you had mentioned the turmeric turmeric is one example bacopa is one example uh, yeah, ashwagandha is one example. Holy basil is one example. Aloe vera. Aloe vera cleanses the liver very fast. So that works on the brain as well. Let's uh, talk about the embryology of brain. And uh, is it Ayurveda? Ayurveda. 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 Uh, and in, okay, so talk to me about what that is, Ayurveda. Yeah. So embryologically, if you see, the brain is called the... Uh, ectodermic organ. So there are there are three layers in the embryonic tissue. One is called ectoderm, one is called mesoderm, and the third one is endoderm. Now, for example, the brain and the gut and the skin are formed from the ectoderm. The heart, blood vessels are formed from the mesoderm. The gut, the uh, spleen, uh, adrenal gland, these are, uh, these are formed from the endoderm. So what is the significance of this? That to decide or to measure the disease of the one organ, how can it affect to the another organ, this whole embryology works. For example, skin, brain, and the gut are from the ectoderm, uh, having the origin of the ectoderm. So you will find in the clinical uh, picture, one who is having a brain disease, they, they will have the dry skin. They will have the fungal infection of the skin or the nail. They will also have the severe digestion problem in the gut. One who is having the problem in the gut will ultimately lead towards the, the diseases of the brain or mm -hmm. diseases of the skin. One who is having, uh, for example, there's a skin disease called psoriasis, mm -hmm. which is the inflammation of the skin and all. You see that uh, in the patient of the psoriasis, they are highly, highly depressed. Hmm. They are highly, an, uh, you know, their anxiety level are more. They cannot get a better sleep. So, so that's why we call the psychosomatic disorder. Mm. And that's how, as psoriasis is a skin disorder, but how does it affect the consciousness? How does it affect the awareness? Why they are depressed? Why they are full of anxiety? Why they have the unnecessary palpitation? So understanding the embryology can help us to determine that 
as a holistic view, what are the organs are involved in the disease pathway at any given point of time? So, and, and this, this becomes our fundamental uh, premise to formulate any uh, dietary supplements at Paradise Herb. Hmm. So what Paradise Herb does that, that whenever we are formulating, we give a holistic view. So though it's a condition specific or the, whatever the herb we choose, we choose the herb on the basis of that what could be the other organs involved in. So that becomes more sustainable treatment or the more sustainable prevention than the any given condition. Wow. Um, let me ask you about um, brain function or brain control and how can we control those brain functions. You've been, it's, it's really interesting how you uh, put the psychosomatic tone in here. So let me ask you Right. That. So, so primarily brain has got a two function. Mm -hmm. One is called the involuntary function and one is called the voluntary function. Now suppose I have to lift my hand, I can command that I can lift or I cannot lift or you know I don't want to lift, but the gut movement, the saliva secretion, blinking of the eyes, can you control this? No, because these are involuntary movements. These are not in your hand. These are not in your command, yeah? Sneezing, coughing, <laughs> if anything goes and sneeze, do you that sneezing? No, sneezing happens automatically. Mm -hmm. So that's involuntary. Yeah. And that all get controlled by the by the peripheral nervous system. And we have the central nervous system, which is the which is the main controlling body. Then we have the peripheral nervous system, which are the satellite offices of the central nervous system, which control all these voluntary movements. So so the so the point comes that to understand is really brain controlling us or we, are, we can control the brain function because these gives the origin of the prevention action to get certain brain diseases. For example, senile dementia, Alzheimer's. These are not only the medical disease, now the studies are coming that they are behavioral disorders also. You bring certain change in the lifestyle, the tendency to get the Alzheimer's in the later on age becomes highly reduced. So to maintain the healthy habit, what happens when one start maintaining the healthy habit that at subconscious level, they start controlling the involuntary movements. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so, so that becomes important why it is difficult to inculcate a good habit and to give away the bad habit. Why it is difficult? Because the answer lies in the involuntary functions. That makes Because sense. the citation of all our habits are in the involuntary. You know, it's something, something I, I know that this is not good for me, but I take it because I cannot control it. Mm -hmm. I just take it as a natural phenomenon because that is embedded in my involuntary function. Right. So... Our living habits, our dietary habits, our all lifestyle can control the involuntary action. And so you get a better grip on your life. Yeah. You can design the life the way you want it. We retrain our brain. So you can, it's, here is the thing that we are not here talking only the longevity of the life, but we are talking about 
the longevity and the quality of life. Perfect. At the at the last moment, I want to enjoy the quality of life, not to get you know burdened with the diseases, with so many drugs. So if we inculcate that habit through our involuntary pathways, then that opens up the entire new school of the healthy lifestyle. Excellent. We have to take a quick break. Um, this is very interesting. And um, Dr. Jay will be right back. More with Dr. Jay in just a moment. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Jay Lockhandy of Paradise Herbs. And we're talking about digestion and the nervous system. And it's so very interesting. Uh, we're talking a little bit off air. And I really wanted to follow up on an interesting point that you brought up. In which month of pregnancy, with the development of pregnancy, how mother's behavior in these months create a significant difference in the child's brain health? Right. It's, it's a good question. And uh, it can open the lots of uh, options and the opportunities to tackle so many deadly diseases just by the uh, changing the lifestyle in that pregnancy period. Now, typically we say that the pregnancy period is nine months, nine days. I mean, if it is a normal kind of a pregnancy. So, and in every month of the pregnancy, there is a systemic development of the body organs of a, of a fetus, of, of a kid in the womb. Now, the brain starts developing in from the third month, fourth month, fifth month, sixth month, seventh month, eighth month, nine months, up to the brain can develop up to the three years of a kid, of, of, a, of a newborn. I mean, after the baby is born, it goes the development of up to the three years. After that, the brain's gray matter do not develop. Only the white matter develops. So that if one takes the healthy diet, one consume these certain herbs in every month of the pregnancy, that at there's the highest probability that one can one cannot have the certain diseases in their later age period. Yeah, and there is a systemic program given in the Indian system of medicine called Ayurveda that in which month of the pregnancy, which herbs to be taken, what are the benefits of that herbs, and then 
Now, in a one way, you can design the life of your baby. So, not having alcohol from third month or the fourth month, not having the smoking, not having the preservative-rich food, not having the canned foods, that makes the impact on the brain, uh, on the kids, uh, or the fetus, uh, brain development, and all other organs too. So the, the, all the pregnancy months are crucial, even uh, watching, watching too much TV in the pregnancy, watching too much, uh, you know, going on the screen too much, going on the, you know, taking the lots of uh, air, open air and all that, that affects the uh, fetus uh, brain development. Mm. Oh, that's fascinating. And I guess we just real have to realize that, you know, again, watching yeah. uh, whatever we do and yeah. on the outside of our bodies and what we're putting in our yeah. bodies. So certain herbs, if one mother takes in her pregnancy with the deep breathing exercise, that definitely develops the fetus brain health profoundly good. When you have the, uh, the highest IQ, uh, not only intelligent quotient, but the emotional quotient to handle the emotion, to handle the situation, to handle day-to-day -day stress, that the capacity in the kid will be really great. What is intellectual quotient and emotional quotient? Right. So everybody is now uh, really concerned about the IQ, 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 low IQ, high IQ, and intelligent quotient, wherein you analyze your logical reasoning power, your creativity power, and all. But nobody addresses the emotional quotient, that, that human being existence is due to the mind, and mind is full of emotion. So people say that oh, having emotion is a drawback. No, having good emotion is a very plus. Because all the situational analysis, all the life events are not catered to the IQ, they are catered to the EQ. How I, am, how I am behaving with my parents, how I am behaving with my friends, how I am behaving with my profession, how I am, these are all the emotional questions. There's no IQ is required. So IQ and EQ is the best approach and one can definitely improve both things at a time, provided you take certain dietary caution, you take certain herb supplement, and then there is a great possibility to increase the EQ also. And nowadays in, in lots of top medical schools like Harvard, and they are now analyzing the high EQ brain, how they are catering to the various emotions in the different stress situation. So dealing with the stress, is not an IQ, it's an EQ. So they are testing that in they school. Are, they are testing. And, and now they are thinking or they are identifying that certain herbs, how they can control the emotion. Hmm. So now, now we are not talking here on the organic illness. Here we are talking about the functional illness. And the answer lies in the emotional quotient, not in the IQ. I think that's really interesting. And does that go on a line of... Um or crossing any sort of lines? What if you are learning disability or something? Is that Does that cross a line of, or maybe you're autistic or something? Do you know offhand, or is that crossing a line? Uh, no, that's not the crossing the line, provided we do all that works in the ethical guidelines, yes. then we are not crossing the line. Like, like any technology, uh, you know, artificial intelligence, for example, has got its own merit. But provided we apply that at the proper end, right? We proper we employ that technology at the proper end uses, right? And so the then, earlier you you get on right, to the right, right. Um, supplements, um, what are typical uh, peculiarities in the brain and organ, uh, which other organs and body and um, 
do not possess. Right. Uh, except brain, any other organ in the body is not covered. The brain has got three strong covering, like dura mater, pia mater, subarachnoid matter, and also there's a functional barrier called blood-brain barrier, BBB, wherein there's a tight molecular uh, junction made up of the tiny vessel which does not allow certain toxic chemicals to reach to the brain. Hmm. So certain drugs, certain certain dietary ingredients even cannot reach to the brain unless and until they don't pass the blood-brain barrier. For example, brain utilizes only carbohydrates to get its uh, energy nourishment. It cannot utilize proteins, it cannot utilize fats. So whenever one feels drowsy, one is low, you immediately crave for something sweet because that's carbohydrate mm-hmm. and you get high. Because brain tissues can utilize only carbohydrates, and the carbohydrates are the low molecular weight. That's why they can pass through the blood-brain barrier. Hmm. So that's that's the speciality of the brain. That how the nature has protected the most supreme organ, the most important organ. How it is protected functionally and the anatomically. Wow! Oh, that is fascinating. What are different brain health-related uh, issues, and why do they occur? Uh, different brain health related issues are not due to the, as we previously said, due to organic illness, but it is more due to the functional illness. For example, uh, for example, simple, that 100 times in a day, I give a command to my mind that, oh, I'm sick, I'm sick. The next day, I have to fall sick because that's because how I'm, I'm commanding myself. But even if I'm sick and I say 100 times, oh, I have to go, got to better, I'm good, I'm good. The next day, you will start feeling better. Your, your blood parameters will start at getting impacted. So, so, uh, so brain health is basically more depends on your behavior and what you take rather than anything else. So we don't have to curse brain for getting, oh, why I'm so, having so much anxiety? Oh, why I'm so much depressed? Because brain is not the culprit. You are the culprit. Hmm. That's so, so fascinating. And see how smart. Oh. Well, it is mind over matter. And it's uh, really, you've told us so much today, doctor. And thank you so much uh, for your time and some great advice. We really appreciate your knowledge. And uh, we look forward to having you on again. In the meantime, get more information on Dr. J on his website, paradiseherbs.com. And we look forward to our next visit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.